Hi everyone, how are you all doing? <laughs> um, so today I'm not here with any random recording or just you know sharing my thoughts thing. Today we are going to continue from where we left last in the book called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by Mark Manson. So we left on page number 70 and uh, there are still a few paragraphs remaining on page number 70 so we shall start from there yeah the self-awareness onion self-awareness is like an onion there are multiple layers to it and the more you peel them back the more likely you are going to start crying at inappropriate times let's say the first layer of a self-awareness onion is a simple understanding of one's emotions this is when i feel happy this makes me feel sad. This gives me hope. Unfortunately, there are many people who suck at even this most basic level of self-awareness. I know because I am one of them. My wife and I sometimes have a fun back and forth that goes something like this. Her. What's wrong? Me. Nothing's wrong. Nothing at all. Her. No. Something's wrong. Tell me. Me. I'm fine. Really. Her, are you sure you look upset? Me, with nervous laughter. <laughs> really? No, I'm okay, seriously. 30 minutes later, me. And that's why I'm so fucking pissed off. He just acts as if I don't exist half the time. We all have emotional blind spots. Often they have to do with the emotions that we were taught were inappropriate growing up. It takes years of practice and effort to get good at identifying blind spots in ourselves and then expressing the affected emotions appropriately. But this task is hugely important and worth the effort. The second layer of the self-awareness onion is an ability to ask why we feel certain emotions. These why questions are difficult and often take months or even years to answer consistently and accurately. Most people need to go to some sort of therapist just to hear these questions asked for the first time. Such questions are important because they illuminate what we consider success or failure. Why do you feel angry? Is it because you failed to achieve some goal? Why do you feel lethargic and uninspired? Is it because you don't think you are good enough? This layer of questioning helps us to understand the root cause of the emotions that overwhelm us. Once we understand that root cause, we can ideally do something to change it. But there's another even deeper level of self-awareness onion. And that one is full of fucking tears. The third level is our personal values. Why do I consider this to be a success or failure? How am I choosing to measure myself? By what standard am I judging myself and everyone around me? This level which takes constant questioning and effort is incredibly difficult to reach. But it's the most important because our values determine the nature of our problems and the nature of our problems determine the value of our lives. Values underlie everything we are and do. If what we value is unhelpful, if what we consider success or failure is poorly chosen, 
then everything based upon those values the thoughts the emotions the day to day feelings will all be out of whack everything we think and feel about a situation ultimately comes back to how valuable we perceive it to be most people are horrible at answering this why question accurately and this prevents them from achieving a deeper knowledge of their own values sure they may say they value honestly and a true friend but then they turn around and lie about you behind your back to make themselves feel better people may perceive that they feel lonely but when they ask themselves why they feel lonely they tend to come up with a way to blame others everyone else is mean or no one is cool or smart enough to understand them and thus they further avoid their problem instead of seeking to solve it for many people this passes as self awareness and yet if they were able to go deeper and look at their underlying values they would see that their original analysis was based on avoiding responsibility for their own problem rather than accurately identifying the problem they would see that the decisions were based on chasing highs not generating true happiness most self help gurus ignore this deeper level of self awareness as well they take people who are who are miserable because they want to be rich and then they give them all sorts of advice on how to make more money all the while ignoring important values based questions why do they feel such a need to be rich in the first place how are they choosing to measure success or failure in themselves is it not perhaps some particular value that's the root cause of their unhappiness and not the fact that they don't drive apparently yet much of the advice out there operates a shallow level of simply trying to make people feel good in the short term while the long term sorry while the real long term problems never get solved people's perceptions and feelings may change but the underlying values and the matrix by which those values are assessed stay the same this is not real progress this is just another way to achieve more highs honest self questioning is difficult it requires asking yourself simple questions that are uncomfortable to answer in fact in my experience the most uncomfortable the answer the more likely it is to be true take a moment and think of something that's really bugging you now ask yourself why it bugs you chances are the answer will involve a failure of some sort then take that failure and ask why it seems true to you what if that failure wasn't really a failure what if you have been looking at it the wrong way a recent example from my own life it bugs me that my brother doesn't return my text or emails why because it feels like he doesn't give a shit about me why does this seem true because if he wanted to have a relationship with me he would take 10 seconds out of his day to interact with me why does his lack of relationship with you feel like a failure because we are brothers we are supposed to have a good relationship two things are operating here a value that i hold dear and a metric that i use to assess progress toward that value my value that brothers are supposed to have a good relationship with one another my metric 
is that being in contact by phone or email this is how i measure my success as a brother by holding on to this metric i make myself feel like a failure which occasionally ruins my saturday mornings we could dig even deeper by repeating the process why are brothers supposed to have a good relationship because they are family and family are supposed to be close why does it seem true because your family is supposed to matter to you more than anyone else why does that seem true because being close with your family is normal and healthy and i don't have that in this exchange i'm clear about my underlying value having a good relationship with my brother but i'm still struggling with my metric i have given it another name closeness but the metric hasn't really changed i'm still judging myself as a brother based on frequency of contact and comparing myself using that metric against another people i know against other people i know everyone else or so it seems has a close relationship with their family members and i don't so obviously there must be something wrong with me but what if i'm choosing a poor metric for myself and my life what else could be true that i am not considering well perhaps i don't need to be close to my brother to have a good relationship that i value perhaps there just needs to be some mutual respect which there is or maybe mutual trust is what to look for and it's there perhaps this metric would be better assessments of brotherhood than how many text messages he and i exchange this clearly makes sense it feels true for me but it still fucking hurts that my brother and i aren't close and there's no positive way to spin it there's no secret way to glorify myself through this knowledge sometimes brothers even brothers who love each other don't have close relationships and that's fine it is hard to accept at first but that's fine what is objectively true about your situation is not as important as how you come to see the situation how you choose to measure it and value it problems may be inevitable but the meaning of each problem is not we get to control what our problems mean based on how we choose to think about them the standard by which we choose to measure them